What's happening? It is the Armchair Sports Guys here with you this afternoon. And welcome to our Saturday oh, show. Sorry. It is Mike Lachance, <laughs> John Farhadian, I am GJ Mitchell, Rich Mays, and Matt O'Brien could not be with us. What's up, fellas? Happy Saturday to you. Hey, hey how's it going? You know, uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, better than it, uh, worse than it should have been. Uh, Liverpool and Everton played this morning at 7.30, and they tied 2-2. And the third goal was an absolute gorgeous goal that was called off because of the most millimeters of millimeters of the metric system bullshit of an offside call that caused it to not go 3-2 in Liverpool's way. So, I mean, I'm fair Midland. I mean, I'm not, I'm not up, I'm not down, but it should have been a hell of a lot better with a Liverpool win over Everton, which is like... Basically, Yankees, Red Sox in the heyday, but being as close as Chumpsford and Lowell. So George, I, I can uh, speak on behalf of Sean and myself and <laughs> the rest of the rest of the guys by saying we're very sorry for your loss. <laughs> they I don't know what we're going to do the rest of this. Well, either oh. way, a tie. I mean, that's just the uh, the special needs loss. Well, hey, thanks a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Have yourselves a great night. Enjoy your weekend. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> No, listen, I, it's it, it sucks. But anyway, um, real bummer. Yeah, it does. It's it, it's. A I don't bummer. know how I can how I can do the rest of the show knowing that information. <laughs> no, I we're now we're lost now. I listen, you you know, listen. Your heart will go on. I understand that. Um, and you'll never and walk far? alone. Yes, yes, near and far. Uh, we're going to talk some Bruins uh, off season. Uh, and to quote the big Lebowski, Donnie, you're out of your element. Uh, we're going to talk uh, the Patriots car game on and around the nfl uh some good matchups and all my personal favorite and personal stake little tb12 we're going to talk a little tampa bay green bay action uh with you guys here so again thanks for joining us here on our saturday show uh let's kick it off um bruins off season great um so patriots now uh <laughs> Yeah, the Bruins haven't really yeah. done anything. Yeah, what, well, that's the, uh, well, that's the question. About. That's really the question. Like, what the hell have they done? You know what they've I mean? Watched everybody else. They've watched everybody else sign impact players and um, signed a third, third string, third line winger, whatever that yep. guy might be. Craig, uh, I don't even know his name. Craig something. Craig, uh, no, no, not going to work anymore. <laughs> yeah, yes. no, not going to work here anymore. Where, so I, uh, I have, I have the uh, CBS Sports the NHL site up about what the Bruins transactions did so far. Um, okay. Go ahead. October, October 9th. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about 10 different things they've done. And seven out of those 10 are, it are says became in-house. unrestricted free agent. Yeah. And in-house a couple of Providence guys, no names like Joe Thornton for $700,000 to Toronto, which is absolutely yeah. just, I don't know why he just wouldn't sign him to bring him in at least to end his career where he started. You got Char, who's now a free agent, who's looking around to see what he can get for his final year, I guess. You signed, uh, was it Kevin Miller to two years? Tory Krug's gone. Like they haven't really, all these names that were Kevin out on Monday morning. Kevin Miller 12 games in those two years. <clears throat> yeah, right. You get guys that are a free agent on a Monday morning, and then by Monday afternoon, another team picks them up, and the Bruins are sitting back with nobody signed. I just don't understand why the why they didn't capitalize on on names. They have plenty of of guys they can move around. They have plenty of cap space if they want to start getting rid of guys like a Taylor Hall. Who would he sign with? Uh, Buffalo? No. Buffalo. Jeez, I just I just was it was a Buffalo he signed with? Yeah, it was Buffalo. Yeah, you got a name like that who's a decent player who I think could do well in this system here, 
and you don't pick him up, and now he's gone to another team. I mean, I, I just I don't know what the hell he's doing. So yeah, he is out of his mind. Something's going on. I think he hit his head. I think he's uh, got some uh, cuckoo problems. <laughs> That's just me. <clears throat> yeah, I, game I mean, on. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the I list. Know, yeah. I mean, Krug went to the Blues seven years, uh, uh, forty-five and a half million. Um, Taylor Hall, that one-year contract with the Sabers was for eight million. Um, you're looking at uh, another big D-man, a guy I thought the Bruins, you know, may or may not have been in, but, you know, uh, was Alex Petrangelo, Golden Knights signed up for seven years, yep. 61.6. Yep. Um, Tyler Toffoli, sneaky good contract for the Canadians, four years, 17 million, big banger uh, as a winger. Um, Jacob Markstrom, yep, yep. Jacob Markstrom, the goalie. Uh, uh, goes to the Flames for six and thirty-six. TJ Brody goes from the Flames to the Leafs for four and twenty. Um, and then you mentioned Joe Thornton uh, going to the Leafs for one year, seven hundred thousand dollars. Now, I'm not saying I would want Joe Thornton back, but for seven hundred thousand dollars to be able to put him on a wing with like yeah. a Krejci or something that, or or even on a third line that can still score and still be serviceable, and then bang, and you know he's going to throw his weight around. Yep. And I know, and I'm, I'm Mike, I know you're not a big fan of his but now imagine chara as well there on the back end on like a third d pair oh and a, then, a one and two punch and, yeah and then yeah. now think of it imagine the two of those guys on a power play right no I, that's oh I think that's my biggest thing as much as i don't oh, like chara, oh, oh man I, I just think when char was in ottawa and he first came to the bruins it was like okay he he kind of took over joe thornton's spot yeah at that big guy defense that that was i'm like okay this is a, this is a good player Char is not bad, and he steps up. His work ethic on and off the rink, I, I don't it's think ridiculous. anybody no. across any sports can compete with what Char does. I'll give not him enough. credit where credit's due. But having a guy like like Thornton on the backside, you're right. Or, or even put those two guys out for a, a major power play or even a, a penalty, anything. I'd want that. But I don't know why Sweeney, look at these, these names that are available and not doing anything. They didn't pull any triggers. They, they signed – like you said, Sean, internal guys, which is okay, but you're not going to rebuild. You're not going to get anywhere with the same. And you got Pashnak, who's who's hurt, who's off for a couple months. Mashin's out for a couple months. Bergeron's got got some problems. He's going to be off for a little bit if they if the season even goes on, because now there's there's talks that are they going to delay it? Are they going to push it? They're going to see what happens. I mean, there's so many things up in the air now, and I think to have the capability to sign a guy like a Joe Thornton um, or a Taylor Hall type player. They didn't do. They didn't capitalize. So yeah, he's out of his fucking element. I I I mean, I'll be honest. Yeah, I think ramble, that they're gonna. Jesus. No, no. I think they're gonna have to postpone the season at least till after January first, yeah. uh, or around the January first time frame, because yeah, you need these guys time to get settled in to their new homes, wherever the free agency is. Do the virtual meetings. Do their virtual workouts. Figure out how you're doing the whole season. Are you gonna do another bubble again for like the first half of the season? Are you gonna have to do another bubble for right. the first half of the season if all of a sudden there's a spike in the COVID cases? Yeah, you know, and- around the U.S. And then they have, and they, to and they can't. You're right, and, and they can't and, start. And, on, the, on... and, and the NHL player is going to say absolutely not That's because of how say, it right. was up in Toronto compared to what it was in uh, in Orlando for the NBA. And if they say no, could you have a strike, or could you have uh, the NFL? I mean, the NFL, the NHL um, take and find a way to make it better. Again, all these things that could happen. Right. But uh, Sean, your thoughts on this? Bruins, NHL, lackluster uh, free agency. What the <laughs> hell is Don of... Sweeney? Well, yeah, what the hell is Don Sweeney doing? 
Uh, the same thing that he's been doing for the past couple of years, it feels like. Nothing. Yeah. He waits well, till the trade deadline, brings in a couple no-name guys, and they fit in nice couple, like, pieces, but no big-name splashes. He doesn't bring any – there's nothing there. He doesn't bring anybody in. Look at look at what they've been saying about David Krejci's line for, what, five, six years now? Krejci needs 15, a right winger. Krejci needs a white, right yeah. winger. Yep. Krejci needs a right, right winger. It's like they all keep popping up. We've been then, saying the same thing. That's your left thing. wing there, bro. Sorry. We've been saying the same thing My for right, five, six years. And what they what do they do? They bring in like a what was that guy? Marco, whatever the hell his name was, like four years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. I don't even remember anybody's name. They just bring yeah, in they, these, they're these, forgettable. They're forgettable. Oh, yeah. So many forgettable pieces that it's like Oh, they bring a guy in who spending the money, get it, bring in an impact player. I mean, yes, it's nice to have the same core to have Bergeron and Krejci and Marshan, but Marco Sturm, right? Yeah, Marco Sturm. That's what I'm talking about. Sturm, yeah, great. Like names like (laughs) that. That's all they do at the at the trade deadline is all we'll skip over all the big names and think we're gonna hit a home run with some guy who should be probably on the ninth floor, not even in the game, but um, (laughs) playing toilets. Yeah, he should. I mean, it's just they, and this this offseason, especially there was how many big name people out there that they could have on day one at least talked to. And I'm sure they probably kicked the tires on a few guys, but right. no, it doesn't seem like they they invested much in trying to get anybody to come here because it's been swinging a miss, swinging a miss, swinging a miss. And all oh, will resign Kevin Miller, who is injured every single day. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't play good. in the games. I don't even remember the last time I saw Kevin Miller skate. Well, yeah, let's lock him up for two more years so we can fucking sit in the locker room and not play. It's, it's well, you're right. They, they bring they bring these it names. It seems in. like they've been doing this year after year years. after year. Especially like go back to that draft when they had three first round picks in a yeah. row. What 15, <laughs> six, 14, and they 15, went 16, or swing and a miss. Yeah. Jake DeBrusque, swing and a miss. And, and they like, could have had uh, what's his name there. They uh, could have had a, any number. Yeah, no, of guys but who was the guy that was picked right after that? That's with the uh, um, um t- uh, is it t- uh, Toronto or Tampa? He's with the Islanders, or uh, maybe uh. Me, uh yeah, his, either way, uh, yeah, I know name. who you're talking about. Yeah. I forget his name. And but. he's a stud. And he's a stud. Yeah. Stud. Yep. Yeah. It's just I don't know, man. I'm over. I'm over the Sweeney, the Sweeney uh, conglomerate right now. Well, they so bring guys. They bring guys oh. in that they say, "Oh, he, he was ten years ago. He had the peak of his life, and now he's on the Bruins, and he can help the Bruins out." No, he can't. Ten years, like yeah. like a Marco Sturm. Ten Might years ago, bring Yager back. Let's just bring Yager <laughs> yeah. back. Hey, at least he's scoring goals, though, right? And at, le- at Dude, least Yager for what he scored a few. Yeah, for what no, no, he I mean did. in the KHL now. I think he hit like forty goals or some shit in the KHL, and yeah, uh, he's get, like six hundred uh, years Yager old. Let's get Yager back. Let's get um, who was that other guy that used to be a oh Jarrell? Let's get a Ginla. Let's get let's Yager. Get, <laughs> is Adam Oates available? I'll take an Adam Oates. Yeah, for I don't know. Only... Can you think Ray Bork can still skate? <laughs> well, he's a little bit drunk though. Yeah, he's, he got, I think the he got only the the only relevant guy that the Bruins have brought in that was a veteran on the tail end of his career that it's actually Yaroslav did something. Halak. Him or or Mark Recchi. Yeah, Recchi was good. Yeah. I mean, they won. He, he, that was the year they won the Stanley stuck, Cup, wasn't it? Right, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was. He was, was 11, unbelievable. Yeah. And then after yeah, that, Recchi he knew was that good. he was done. Yeah, I, I don't you know, know what they should start on. doing is getting these guys before they get into their prime, not after they're way out of their prime. Yeah, like yep. a Taylor Hall, you know, guy's been on four teams in the last three years. Yeah, maybe he, kinda, he needs, maybe he needs to find a home. 
Yeah, you know we try I to think make him. He, I think he kind of sucks as a as a teammate. Yeah, I'm sure he's a shithead, but you know what? Sometimes you get around guys like Chara, Bergeron, whatever. You know, you change your attitude. Yep. And I can't. Yeah. I and if it doesn't work, let him go. At least you had a, yeah. a fucking all star on your team for the season. A no, guy I that can't. puts the puck in the net. I can't disagree with that. I I can't. That's that's sound logic. I mean, it's. I bring. Yeah. What's what's the line? You know, just bring the a hole. Let's go. Give I think me, I, I already think the Bruins had their window like two years ago. You know, yep. when um, Tampa got knocked out and uh, oh, they had an easy ass path to the perfect. to the NHL they had uh, the Stanley effing, Cup Finals. They had the effing Hurricanes for the Hurricanes a, a in the final. Eastern Conference Finals yeah, and they final. buried them. Yeah, a final and they crushed them. And then, you know, this year again, when again, they didn't a- do anything, they brought in what um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Andre Kasha, who played, what, 10 games? Yeah, because he was injured. Yeah. And uh you know, uh, didn't do much else besides that. Came back from uh, the and didn't even they didn't even get any soup. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just I don't know, man. I'm over the, the sweetie. Sweetie just seems like he's he's <laughs> too hesitant to pull the trigger on some. I hope. I mean, they got to make some moves. It, is Danny you know what? They're not going to have Pasternak, Bergeron, or Marchand to start the season this year. So I got a question because because the Bruins and the Celtics share the same. Uh, you know, office Philosophy space. On not, well, not office being space. Big players. Office space. Do you think you know Danny Ainge and Sweeney's? They're like their offices are are adjacent, and Sweeney's been like you know with the with the with the uh, um, you know, a cup listening in. Like, oh yeah. Oh, if he's not going to make any. Oh trades, wait, hold on, sh- hold on a second. Hey, write this shit down. He says, hold on to all your first round picks. <laughs> wait, hold, sh- hold on. Shh, <laughs> sh- shut up. Sh- how much does he want? Wait, wait. No, no. Write this down too. Don't trade. Yeah, Anybody. don't trade for any superstars <laughs> or veteran presence that could help you. Even though you know those first round picks are fucking useless. Okay, write that down too. That's good. Like I, that's what I'm guessing. Because I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm yeah. guessing that's no, what's going to no, happen. I, because it's, I, it's, I think it's the, that... it is literally sorry, Mike. It is literally exactly what the Celtics are doing, and, and with Danny Ainge, and yet, and, and again, I love Danny Ainge. I love watching the Celtics. They get, and again, I, I the, the Celtics get to the Eastern Conference Final every single year, or, or get close to it every single year. The Bruins get close to the Eastern Conference Final every single year. They, you can argue and say the Bruins and the Celtics are the exact same team in the in their respective sports. They get to the top four in the, in the final, and then you're at least giving yourself a chance to get to that final, and more than likely, you're probably your 70 to 75% chance you're going to win that series to get to the Conference Final. And then you're maybe a 50-50 chance or so to get from the conference final to the championship round. You know what's missing every time they get there? Key off-season additions. Right, exactly. (laughs) And and, and I say this, and and, and here's where I kind of get that mindset, is, and it doesn't matter what era, what genre, whatever. Like, you look at at what the Celtics did, right? When they won their title, they went out, they got P.J. Brown. Right. They got uh, like James Posey. Right. They get Eddie House. Like they got guys, you know, um, that could help them. The Red Sox in 04 traded away Nomar. Everybody loved Nomar. I love Nomar. Still do love Nomar. But they get Doug Mankiewicz. Right. They get uh, what um, uh, Reese, uh, a po- oh, Reese, Pokey yeah. Reese. Right. And didn't they get um, <laughs> Witherspoon? We got yeah, Reese no, Witherspoon? Uh, yeah, Pokey Reese. And then they got. Um, wasn't it Dave Roberts, right? 
Right. Right. So the guy who the guy whose steal was probably arguably the greatest steal ever in the history that was of baseball. Seventeen years ago today. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. De- definitely so, the key to that World Series. But yeah, so that's again, the whole other it, conversation. It, it, it's the same thing. Is is literally you made an acquisition and get something to make your team better. And what do they do? They got a first baseman that could be defensive in the in the in the the last half of the uh, the game. And then you got a guy who could come in and play defense on either short or second if you needed it. And you got a guy who is quick and a good utility guy coming off the bench. All of those things came into play during that World Series run. Celtics, the same thing. P.J. Brown, big guy, was able to get it. Like, the things they did made sense. What does Danny Ainge do? Not address and it, the and center shows, position. Yep. Yeah. What does and it uh, shows because they have Don Sweeney do? What does Don Sweeney do? Oh, check this out, man. I think I'm gonna play. What's that game? What's it, I think I'm gonna play Spider Solitaire on my computer right now instead of making some effing phone calls to GMs and trying to get. Again, I'll use Django and Chade. I'm not gonna ask you for your best fighter. I'm gonna ask you about your third best fighter <laughs> and all these and all these teams at least, have not won. now because at least now you're considering it because you're never going to trade your best of anything generally right. speaking right but would you trade your third and now you're negotiating now you've got a starting spot so find that winger that you could put in a system with a guy like Krejci or find that center that or that guy that could play that four or five position if you need to go big or small that's a veteran presence that could help give your team the defense of the rebounding that you needed donnie donnie hello mcfly is there anybody in there hello you're looking at butthead exactly so what the hell are we doing yep. here I, and, I, and like I, yeah. you said and and mike like you've even said a few times like on top of that you've got all the injuries that the that the Bruins currently have going into the season. That those that those core guys that have just been yeah. giving themselves every single year, they're going to start to wear out. Give it up. I mean, they're Bergeron's, giving you their bodies on the ice, and you can't give yeah. them more bodies to help them when they need it because you want to hold on to these effing draft picks or whatever the hell you got. Yep. Yep. Ridiculous. That's, that's, Unacceptable. That's, that's my point. Yeah. Unacceptable. And like I've said and, a couple and, times. And then we're talking yeah. with trades and stuff. I'm not even talking. Right. How about sign a free agent? How about mm-hmm. if you have to like not sign a guy, sign a free agent? Right. A lot of a lot of names have popped up the past couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks, a lot of names have popped. The Bruins can look at these guys and say, "Jesus, like you're right, George. Can we trade a? Can we trade? I need a vacation here after Hall this. I need else? a vacation to Hawaii after this. this is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> this is just a Long Island iced tea in a water bottle. Yeah, yeah. If it's a Long Island iced tea, then that is the worst Long I, Island iced tea I've ever made. I like mine a little bit light. <laughs> yeah. I like it light. Lots of, of ice, ice. I get it. Yeah, a lot of ice. No, you like it, You make I the reverse. Mo- you make the reverse mimosa instead of like <laughs> shitload of champagne and like a little droplet of uh, orange juice. You go a shit ton of ice and then a droplet of the. Uh, I don't want to get. I don't want to get drunk. I want to get I know. hydrated. I know. Yes, correct. Stay hydrated. Stay I want to feel good. Stay thirsty, my friends. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. So here's the question that I'm going to propose to both of you guys. And, Sean, I'm going to start with you on this one. Who do you propose that the Bruins right now go and get? And I say that is in who the hell's even available? I was going to say who's left. <laughs> I don't even – I have no yeah, idea. A, that's a dead question. I think it's a dead question. I mean, because there's nobody. Yeah, there's I nobody. The names left. are coming and gone. Do I need to come out of retirement? 
Uh, no, you're, you're fine. We are. <laughs> yeah, you can stay there. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll they'll call you if they need. I think. <laughs> Do we? Oh, we got Taylor Hall. We got uh, Lundquist. Who is George Mitchell? Him? Uh, yeah, I, uh, him. Bring him in. Bring yeah, him in. Let's Why go. Shot. Well, Give so I'm looking at it. Looking at a list. Uh, so here. Um, <laughs> Let him win him a got, four. You got Mike Hoffman, left winger. Um, yeah, age thirty. Him. Age thirty. Uh, he was getting. Um, let's see here. From Ottawa, right? Yeah. Um, no, he's with the Panthers. His uh, cap oh, right. hit for yeah, last yeah. year was about 5.2, just under 5.2. Uh, uh, Michael I like Grandland. to call him the Florida Panthers. Yeah, Michael Grandland, uh, center, age 28. He was around 5.75. Uh, Corey Perry, I right think winger. Corey Perry, but he's still another guy on the tail end of his career. Right. He's good. Right, Eric Halua, left winger, center. So that's not bad, and I like that. I mean, his cap hit was 2.75. He's 29. Uh, and it says here, just uh, literally said, had a remarkable season in 2017-18. He hasn't closed yeah, to that production in ago. two years. Right, mostly due to injuries. <laughs> when he's healthy, oh, yeah, bring him in. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, hold on. Here's the thing. Um, Here's the thing. Um, it says he's drawn interest from his old mates of Knights, but making that money will be tough given the market for forwards. We could see uh, Halua falling between the 225 AAV and the 31 AAV of Craig Smith, which is who the uh, the yes. um, Craig Smith, yeah. the, the, the Bruins, Bruins. Um, signed. signed. And this is all coming from, thank you, <laughs> all coming from uh, the ESPN uh, website, the ESPN NHL. I'm sorry. Perry would be an interesting signing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, veteran, he's a veteran. Uh, oh, we get, I mean, we, I think he'd mesh. He'd the one mesh I'd, well with the one I'd Swede guys. still available. You can go back and get him. Carl Soderberg. Uh, no, Ilya Kovachuk, left winger. Uh, he only made 700K. I mean, he's 37, be 38. He, he might he but... might be one of those guys that you could bring in maybe like a third line to kind yeah. of help out. He's like the, guys this develop. year's he's like this year's Yager or Aginla for the Bruins. They might as yeah. well just sign him. Yeah. Kovalchuk has always Corey, been a I think Corey solid Perry player. would be a, I think Corey Perry would be a good signing, though. Yeah, and he would fit well in the locker room from a leadership position, especially That's if what, you yeah. lose uh um, you know, Chara. uh Chara, which I mean right now. I don't think they're gonna bring it, him back. Well, so I think what he's doing is he's going out to see. All right. So, and hold on. Anthony Duclair is another guy, a left winger uh, who is from Ottawa that you could possibly get as well. But in regards to Char, and here's what my theory on it is. Char and Sweeney have met. They've sat down. Sweeney handed him a napkin with the number on it and said, this is this is what we want to do for you. Um, you can also going to move down to the third line. Um, you may get second line minutes if guys get hurt. But you're going to be third line. You're going to be on the power play. You're going to be on the PK. You're going to help guide these young kids, you know, with your veteran leadership. And this is one last, you know, run at the cup. Uh, we love you. We mean it. Is a mil, a mil two, maybe can make up to two million with incentives or 2.5 right. maybe with incentives. This is our offer. We would yeah, love a, a to have you back. Role. No, no, we had no, 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 no. He's still. It's not a development oh, role. No, no, he's, no, no, no. We see. We're not getting the C. The C's still staying on. He's still doing his his thing, right? But your your role on the on ice has diminished, but your off ice is going to increase. But beyond that, it, it, we still expect the same determination, hard work, will, and everything that you've shown in class that you've shown right. throughout your entire career. So I think that's the offer. They hand it to him. They say, this is what it is, right? 
if you feel you can like it, it's your free agent, go out and see what's out there. See what the market is like. Come back with the best offer and we'll let you know if we're going to match it or if we're going to give you our blessing and to go. And obviously, you know, we love you, mean it. We wish you nothing but the best. But and I say and I'll use Toronto. What if Toronto wants to sign? Toronto's loading up right now on talent to win that Stanley Cup. So are the Canadians. Uh, Canadians have gotten bigger and badder, which means they're going to push you around all next season. And Toronto's gotten a little, has gotten bigger as well and tougher, but they've also gotten a little quicker. And I think they're going to have a pretty stacked team top to bottom as well. So the Bruins need to do something, which is why I wouldn't be surprised if, if Chara doesn't land here, he would maybe go to Toronto. Um, and again, I just think like that would be a, that's an up and coming team for the NHL in the Eastern conference. I mean, you, we know, Washington's going to be there. We know Tampa is going to be there. Montreal is going to be vastly improved with the additions, uh, uh, you know, of that team. And I think Toronto is going to be right in the mix with those, with those other three. So the Bruins have failed as far as they get a big giant F word uh, and a big giant F minus for their off season so far. But um, I think that's, I think that's what's going to happen to Char. And like I said, you know, Char decides to come back. He already knows what the offer is and, and, and we go from there. So, you know, a black cloud is passing over the house right now. So that's a good sign. I think that's a good sign for all of us. Excellent. Go on. Yes. Yes. Um, speaking of black clouds. Yeah. On to the next. Of, yeah, exactly. I was just going to say great transition. Uh, let's talk about the Pats. Uh, game's back on. Uh, Cam Newton and uh, uh, Stefan Gilmore are back from COVID designation. And also, and yeah, I was going to get to that. Yep. And also uh, uh, with the Drew Locke is going to be playing for Denver. So that does change things a little bit. Uh, They did have a COVID scare. Um, a, uh, was it an offensive lineman, a backup James center, Ferentz. Ferentz, um, yeah. he tested positive, uh, but it looks like everybody else has come back. I haven't seen anything. I've been checking the, the tweets, uh, and, uh, twats all day, checking to see if there was anything there, <laughs> nothing that I found. <laughs> so knock on wood, we have the game tomorrow. So boys and Sean, uh, cause Mike, I started with you on the, uh, the last topic. Sean, I'm going to start with you on this one. No, uh, I know. Damn it. Um, <laughs> talk to me, Goose. Uh, what's uh, what are you looking for out of this game uh, tomorrow at 1 p.m.? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, Cam back. I think uh, my main concern is, uh, is, is he 100% healthy? I know he practiced um, once, at least once this week when he came off uh, the COVID list, but I mean, what's his stamina like? Is he, is he going to have any lingering effects? Is he going to be lethargic, sore, whatever, you know, I don't know. I don't know what COVID does to you, especially if you're asymptomatic. I know he said he didn't have symptoms, but you never know on the field, maybe run out of breath quicker, whatever the case may be. Um, Get that man an inhaler. I think you get, yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of, uh, a lot of the, Weezy McGee. <laughs> a lot of the running backs in this game. I mean, they don't have Von Miller. Bradley Chubb's a force on the other side, but our offensive line, I mean, obviously we're down Ference, but I think he was the one that filled in the last couple of games for David Andrews um, at yeah. center. But obviously next guy up, our offensive line's been playing well enough. I think they're going to run the ball. And I think you're going to see a similar game to what they did to the Raiders, maybe start off slow and then punch it in a couple of times in the second half. And you'll see like a 31 to 10, 34 to 10. If they can't get that, that double dip at halftime. Yeah. You know, 
like they all like that, like they yeah, always think, do, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I even Drew Locke coming back to play for the Broncos. I mean, whatever. I'm not really worried about it. They have Tim Patrick, who's who's a deep threat on the outside. He makes guys miss. Jerry Judy seems to be like he's going to be a real fucking stud. Yeah, but yeah, he does. I mean, just look at what they did against Kansas City and Mahomes for three quarters. I think, especially with all this uh, extra preparation time, I think Belichick's going to have, regardless of Brett Rippon or Drew Locke, I think he's going to have the defense ready to go. And I'm sure these guys are ready to get back out there and start hitting people after having to miss and get a a bye week last week. Over under on the number of fights this game. I'm putting it at two and a half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these they, guys they have had two weeks to get pissed. And it's not like a Super Bowl uh, where you're like, ah, F it. I don't want to get tossed out of the game. <laughs> like, yeah, n- you know, now, like, now they're, yeah. now like, they're like, all, I'll have another bye week. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> they might not even play tomorrow. They might not even play the rest of the season. Let's just fight right now. Yeah, get let's over go. With let's get celebrity, out of the way. <laughs> celebrity death match. Let's get, <laughs> let's get it on. <laughs> Yeah, and the, uh, the Broncos don't have um, – what's that idiot's name that got a DUI the other night? Oh, Melvin Gordon. Melvin yeah. Gordon, yeah, he's That's not right. playing yep. either. So, I mean, you'll see Philip Lindsay, who hasn't done much at all since 2019. We yep. got a, we got a quick um, comment from one of our own. Uh, Richard Mays has yeah. commented on our link. And I quote, the Coronaville Patriots will be victorious. The Broncos <laughs> suck. <laughs> so that that's <laughs> true. He's not wrong. Uh, true words have never been spoken. <laughs> well done, Rich. Nice, nicely said. Yeah. So, uh, like you were saying, Sean Philip Lindsay, you got Royce Freeman as well. Yeah. Uh, so who? Uh, nothing. Who, nothing special. Right. Um, if our defense plays plays the way that they should, I don't see them scoring more than ten to seventeen points. Probably not more than ten. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it being a big blowout game either. I kind of said that every week, but I, I just think with everything going on, they're. they're I, I just wonder when this is all going to come to a screeching halt. When teams and guys are going to say, I, "I'm not. I'm not risking it. I'm not doing it." Do we play? Do we go on? Do they make a plan? You get games postponed. You get now it's affecting other teams. I think it was um, uh, the Rams last weekend having our game postponed and pushed. It affected seven of their games in the future yeah the chargers have had to move like six of their games too i mean it was maybe it was the Chargers. i was maybe it was, maybe it was yeah. the charge i'm thinking about but yeah it's like so it not it doesn't just affect the one team and go oh we're gonna just move it to next week it affects everything they got i mean yeah it's cool to have games. places to put these games i was just gonna say they get, and it's cool to have games on tuesdays but do you just say all right let's just do a game every day and then skip a week and then do a game every day and then and just get them out of the oh, way. Dude, do you, don't, you don't think the NFL would love to have games every day? I, I know they would. That's what I mean. Oh, I, and, man. and it's and it's great having games and Sunday, you, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. I mean, it, it, so, you know, how they, so here's a cool thing. And, and well, actually, no, you know what? I should not put this live. I should keep this thought in my head. Um, although I will say from a, a gambling perspective, now you can set up to have daily games and the daily and then you could do it from a weekly contest and have that whole week. Like, you know, games start on Sunday and they go through Saturday and then boom, you're done. Now, the only problem is you got the uh, NCAA, which sucks uh, because you don't want to take away from those games. There's some really good Mac and whack and Pac-12 games on like Thursdays and Friday nights. Um, and then obviously your full <laughs> slate of games, you know, on Saturdays. Blue um, turf games. 
Oh, dude, the Smurf turfs the balls. <laughs> I love that. Oh, well, and the only reason I love it so much is because BC always ended up playing in the, you know, yeah. the, the, the nobody gives a fuck dot com bowl. Right. And they ended up winning. They always played in Boise State. BC Smurf. versus Appalachian State. Yeah. Yeah. BC versus, <laughs> you know, what's, what's the matter you, you know, you know hey, <laughs> Notre Dame versus Middlesex Community College yeah. on a little. This yeah. be fun. Pretty, pretty, and, and Notre Dame's getting points, though. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're a plus two in this game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> MC, Middlesex team. Yeah. Great offensive line. That team really knows how to push those boys around. <laughs> That's Don Stanley. He takes the Tuesday night course. <laughs> get his law degree. Stunning running back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you guys worried about um, the defensive end? You guys worried about Bradley Chubb at all in this game? Or do you think Belichick, with having all this time to scheme, even regardless, even if it was only just a week, you know, normal, do you think he's going to be able to find ways to scheme uh, to keep Bradley Chubb off the uh, off the stat sheet, relatively speaking? Yeah, I think. I mean, Bradley Chubb's going to get his. I mean, he got, he's a he's a pretty he's a monster over there, but. Um, like you said, two weeks to scheme, watch a whole bunch of film on that guy. I mean, I'm sure they'll be sure they'll be all right. I'm sure he'll make a couple couple plays, but I don't think he's going to be in the backfield every every play or every down. You know, I don't think he's going to be much much of an X factor. Yeah, you might see him hit Cam a few times, but I don't think it's going to be going to be a problem. I mean, the, the rest of their defense isn't isn't very good, so. He's going to be running downhill at the quarterback, but I don't think they're going to have any problem moving the ball. No, I, I think, George, you, you just kind of hit on the head. I think Belichick having this time, and for what I understand, just hearing on different radio shows and hearing just different things I've been reading and stuff, that he's been really good with this whole pandemic, guys getting positive, switching guys around, moving, adjusting, canceling practice. He's actually the guy that said, we're not having practice. We're going to we'll do it uh, remotely. So it's good to have – the one guy you would think that wouldn't adapt to these things that's actually adapting to it and making it work. So I think you're absolutely right. I think he's sitting back and he is 110% scheming. Nobody has to do and having that time window. I mean, the last thing another team wants is to give Bill Belichick time to scheme. Yeah. I mean, he's got a pretty good track record in the Super Bowl having two weeks to prepare. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Right. That's what I mean. So it's, you, you, you give him that time frame, and Denver has to be worried. I mean, they have to come into this thing going, Jesus Christ, we're going against Belichick. We give him two weeks to, for those that we're doing, to watch plays, study. I mean, Belichick was a defensive coach, and so now you get a guy that his offense is doing okay, defense is doing okay, and you give him time to start honing in on a, on a nuclear bomb. That's what he's doing. But, yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you on that. I, 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 think, uh, I think Belichick can be very prepared, you know, obviously, you know, with the two weeks. And um, whether it's Locke, or um, who would it have been? Uh, Brett Rippon. Um, either one of those two guys, I think he would have been fine with, you know, with preparing them, you know, for that game. So my question then now is Cam Newton goes out, gets hurt, can't play, doesn't have the stamina, the lungs or whatever. Stidham or Hoyer? And hold on. Without trying to get you on the fence, because I hate fence sitting. Is there but, anybody else? No, no. So we're not going to get on the fence. There's no fence sitting. But I will allow you to answer with it depends upon, like, where you are in the game. 
but I still want an answer. Is is that Don Stanton from Middlesex Community College yeah. night course on Tuesdays? <laughs> is he available to play? Because he'll no, be uh... no, he'll play. He'll be playing at the same time down at the Middlesex field. <laughs> so <laughs> down on Market Street, playing uh, stickball. Yes, go on. So who is uh? If something happens, Cam can't go for any reason. If he's going to start, you know, who's your starter? And then if you have to bring somebody in mid game, who are you bringing in? If it's if it's not the same guy. If we're going on history itself and we're going on what Rask leaving, Rask getting hurt, Halak comes in, Halak is great as a backup. No denying he's he's a he's a phenomenal number two. He should be put as that. That being said, if Cam gets hurt, knock on wood, he doesn't. But if he gets hurt or gets sick again and he's out during the game, I mean, Hoyer has been a good backup. I think he's more relaxed coming in when the ground lines are already laid. I think Hoyer could could fill that. Vo- and I even I mean, there's no, there's they're no, they're both not good, but going with a veteran status that has played backup. That do you? I I say depending on where we're at, Cam gets hurt, he gets out. I, I say you put Hoyer in to and and tell him like we've said time and time again, the short leash. You put him in, and say okay, you, this is what you're gonna do. You gotta drive on uh, score on this drive, and then you're you're done if you don't score. Then Stidham comes in, so it's. I I, I go with Hoyer. Reluct- I don't think you can, I, I don't think you can say that to a guy. No, you can. If, 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 yeah, no, un, no. unspokenly. I mean, no, I don't think you know because if Cam gets hurt, the next guy up, you want to make sure you give confidence and you want him to feel fully confident in that offense. So it's no, not I, something I think that's. He would. A, I, I, no, 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 but no, 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 no. I got to hold on a second. You can't just go. Well, after he doesn't score, you got to yank him. Though if he doesn't score and you got to yank him, then fucking put in Stidham. The same thing though. Yeah, I but mean, you, why, you why would guy... you? Why would you keep flipping back and forth if they suck? Why would you? Because you're gonna ruin it. Either one of both guys, but more importantly, you're gonna you're gonna ruin Stidham's confidence if after the one drive he doesn't score. You fucking yank the kid. What's that saying to him? What's that saying to? Well, I, the... I I think their I think their demeanors are already diminished given the last start by Hoyer and then having Stidham come in and throw a pick six. I think everybody, just not even the team, but fan base. Shit all over them. I mean, he they know going into it if he gets hurt and Hoyer comes yeah, but in. There Hoyer was still knows some that. good things that both of those. I mean, oh no, they, Hoyer, they, they Hoyer was right. driving the team down the field before they, you know, right. got turnovers and whatnot. And then Stidham had a couple of nice throws, including that touchdown into the touchdown, corner. Right, right. So there was a few like so. Yeah, they both sucked collectively, and you and, and I expect Hoyer to not do that as a as a you know twelve something year veteran, twelve plus year veteran. I expect Stidham to do that a little bit, but I expect him to be better. But right. fine, he made a mistake and whatever. But there was still good, to, good things. So I don't no, think no, there was. Deme- it- no, no, no. But I, you, you make it sound like it's their demeanors down or their or their confidence is down. I think it's just the opposite. I think they're ready to go. I think the confidence is fine. The question is, who do you put in? Hoyer. Okay. I go Hoyer. I, right. I go. I go Hoyer just out of simple backup. That's what he's played. So I, if, I, as a I, I starter, or if you have to put him in because Cam gets injured, Hoyer all day. I I I'm not I'm not a flip flopper. I, I said Hoyer. No, the no, last I'm time. asking, asking. I, no, I know. It's, no, no, I'm, it's two just, separate things. Start Hoyer. Hoyer, and then if he comes in, if you have to bring somebody in, it's Hoyer again, right? Hoyer, Hoyer. Okay, got it. Sean, for you, Stidham. Both. I've seen enough for Hoyer. Okay. I think Stand especially in a game, especially in a game like this, it's not like the it's not like it's the Steelers or like the uh, Baltimore is coming in. 
this would be if, if Cam can't and only if Cam can't go, what I say puts place did him. But um, you're at home Sunday, one o'clock against a subpar team who don't have don't have many uh, threats on defense. I mean, like we just talked about Bradley Chubb, but no Von Miller. They don't really have much in the defensive secondary. I think this would be a good spot to get Stidham in and get him some work. I mean, obviously, you tried you tried with Hoyer, and you know what? That was a fucking disaster. They should have won that game in Kansas City, and he he basically shit down, shit down his leg, didn't do anything worthwhile. Yeah, he led them on two 13-play drives, and then what? No points. I think there's a no-brainer you have to go with Stidham. Hoyer, yeah, he, he can come in in a pinch and maybe be productive, but if I'm picking before this game a guy that's going to play, but if Cam can't go, it's Stidham. Definitely Stidham. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, I think it's got to be Stidham. Um, and I think it's got to be Stidham for a few reasons. Um, I think, like you said, you've seen enough of Hoyer. I've seen enough of Hoyer. I know what he is. I need to see what Stidham can do. Uh, I also like Stidham's connection with Harry. Uh, and, and I'm not saying I don't like uh, – um, 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 Cam's connection with Harry, right? I think I think Cam's been very good for Nikhil Harry's development. I mm-hmm. I I'll I'll you know love that about it, but I do think Stidham's got a, a bit of a connection with uh, with Harry as well, and I think it's better than Hoyer, and I think Stidham, where Harry becomes better is if Stidham's not as accurate as he should be, you put it within like that wheelhouse, and generally speaking, Harry should come up with it. I mean, he's what six yeah. five can jump should, out of the yeah, gym, come up with it. right? Six five can jump out of the gym. He's got big hands, you know what I mean. So he should be able to come up with these type of uh, of balls if it's a jump ball. If you're in the area, you know, but you're not as accurate as maybe you should be. So that's that's huge, that's huge. Now I know Hoyer is more more accurate, but again, I don't I don't, I don't care. I I, I want to see what Stidham has, and I want to see what Stidham can do live fire, whether he's prepared to go out there. Or he has to come in as a backup, you know, or as a, as a replacement or whatnot. So I, I have to go sit him. And cause I mean, again, it, it, here's a you... side question. Sorry. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was going to go ahead. No, no. Fire away. No, so I, so we've, let, let's just, just hypothetical. Yep. A what if you start Stidham? Cam gets sick. He's out, whatever, knock on wood doesn't happen. Or you bring it, you start, you bring Stidham in and he absolutely, I mean, screws it. Nothing. I, worse than Hoyer, the last stop. Worse. Horrible. Just yep. take him out of it. One one drive. We've seen enough. Out. In comes Hoyer. Hoyer comes in and dominates. Yep. Two or three touchdowns, 300-something yards, maybe one interception, maybe a fumble, not moving, getting getting himself comfortable. But he absolutely does Brady-esque stuff. You go to the next game. Cam's not in. It's Hoyer. Do you – you go with it's Hoyer hard. as your yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, right. I, yeah, all right. I just, you go with Hoyer's a hot hand, but here's the, the thing. Right. Here's right. the thing. There is no effing chance in hell that after one drive, Stidham or Hoyer is going to get pulled. No, no, unless no. they I, I, absolutely, yeah, unless they absolutely, you know, fuck the beach ball. Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like unless, 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 it's literally, not as easy as it unless <laughs> literally everything goes. Unless literally everything goes, you know, shit staying sideways, right? That's, you know, like, unless that happens, I don't care. Because, all right, so, again, you said, you know, hypothetical, right? Let's say Cam gets injured in, like, the first quarter or early second. 
You're going to ride, or let's say first quarter. You're going to ride the rest of the quarter and probably all the way through halftime with whoever you decide. Right, right, right. And then at halftime, you'll make the adjustments, you know, which is kind of what they did. They the, waited yeah, halftime yeah, yeah, and they yeah. made the adjustment. You know what I mean? So that's where, that's what I think would happen. But in general, it's got to be Stidham. Again, Hoy, Hoyer, we know. Hoyer, you know, I, I, in this case, it's better to go with the devil you don't than the devil you do. I disagree. Right. Mortal Kombat's a very good game. But <laughs> game <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, are you guys worried about Denver coming in here and kicking your ass? And now I say that in respect to with or without Melvin Gordon. With Melvin Gordon, were you guys worried? More than I would be without him. I mean, okay. the offense. I mean, our, our defensive front seven has struggled against the run, and Melvin Gordon yeah. is a pretty good yeah. back. Um, yeah, I'd be I'd be more worried if Melvin Gordon was playing, but what's his time frame? Being two up? weeks, even if he was, they well, still had two weeks. They still had two weeks to scheme. So I mean, apparently this is one hell of a hangover. No, <laughs> no, I knew we no, had a couple uh, of long allenized teams. Yeah, but, right. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, and I hey, it can happen to anybody and everybody, and it is what it is. But he got arrested for a DUI, and. Um, and uh, the Broncos have decided I, I they haven't deactivated him, right? They haven't. Yeah, he said he's out with an illness. Okay, all right. So, so they, they so be. he they have definitely said he's out though, right? Yeah. Okay. Will not play. So right, so he's not going to play whether it's illness, yeah. punishment, whatever it is. Wink, wink. Yeah, you know. So that's that's a huge. He's having, thing. He's having a solid season too. He's oh, absolutely he is. Absolutely is. Yep. So then I guess my question to you guys is, and Mike, I'll start with you on this one. Um. Are you worried about Denver coming in and kicking your ass? No, no. I, I think now with that run game kind of out of it, we um, we we had dodged a big bullet. But Sean's right. Our front seven on defense have struggled. We have no defensive line, even the linebackers. I mean, we don't. We got McCourty twins. That's pretty much you have, and they've been kind of holding it down every week so far. Our defense is good. It can step up when it needs to. I don't think they have this season. I, don't, I think they can be better. But I think having a guy like Melvin Gordon who's out, <clears throat> they um, they they dodged a bullet with him because he's a solid back. He's a, he he is he's one of Denver's best weapons, if not the only solid weapon they have run game wise on on uh, on offense. But yeah, no, I'm not worried about it. I I think we'll be all right. I think Denver's not good, especially with Drew Locke. I don't think they're going to be good in the air. And if they do, it'll be those quick passes. But there's no real huge threat in offense on Denver, as opposed to what we have threats on defense. So I, I think we'll be good on it. Sean, we'll right. yourself? No, I'm not worried about it. Um, rookie or second-year quarterback coming off of an injury, a head coach that can't coach his way out of a paper bag in Vic Fangio. <laughs> I mean – I don't. I think the Patriots win this one like thirty-one to ten. Wow. Okay. Ah, uh, you're not really worried about Drew Locke connecting up with Judy up Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Uh, be honest, if you're not paying attention to this kid, uh, you're missing out. He's, He's good. Yeah. Pretty special. I mean, yeah, they have two good receivers, but look what they did against Kansas City for three quarters. They held them to six points. So I mean, I'm not really. Well, and that's well. That's my question: is they held Kansas City's offense to six points. The Patriots' offense is nowhere near have the firepower, especially with Kansas City now just adding Le'Veon Bell to their team. He's um, washed up. 
No, I don't disagree. I don't disagree, but he's a good he's handcuff. He's not going to do anything for them. Yeah, but he's a good handcuff and a backup and a guy you can put into the yeah, passing fantasy. game in there. Yes, no, 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 but hold on. Your fantasy it, it, team. No, 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 but hold on a second. He's a good handcuff to again. have for Hilaire. <laughs> fantasy. But, but the other part is you could put him out there on third and four, third and three. Yeah, he's a pass he catching catch. back, sure. Right, well, yeah, but if you've got, you know, Hill and Watson and – um. You know, and, and Kelsey that are going out on routes, you know, and you got a little squid back come out and catch the ball against a linebacker might not be bad. But, right. um, but what did, what did the Jets you, get? I'm sorry, what, what is the Jets? The, yeah. No, uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. What did, um, what did Bell sign for? How the much is it? For? Minimum, yeah, like 700,000. Like, so like, no, it's like, oh, it wasn't even, wasn't like, even that yeah, much, like, it was low. No, they get him for the veteran minimum because he got cut. The Jets are on the hook for six million this year, yeah. Yeah, whatever the veteran minimum is, is yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I think that would have been. I mean, we weren't one of his teams, but you guys sign a guy like that. That's uh, I don't know. I do you bring him into the Patriots and just have him for a year and say, all right, let's see what you can do. I mean, it would. Well, I mean, I I, I, I already have. Was his, you already have six was, running backs. It was his choice. He was a free agent. That's true. I mean, and, and the Patriots right, right, actually, right, right. the Patriots talked to the Jets about a trade in regards to it. And my guess is the call phone, you know, phone call was, you know, yeah, this is a uh, bill. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Jets. Oh, click. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, deal with the Jets. you know, no, they no listen. No, they traded last year. They traded because they got, uh, who right. is that uh, wide receiver that we got? Uh, Marius Thomas. Marius Thomas. Yeah. That useless ass at, um, <laughs> He did good. He was a good guy. He's a great guy. I'm sure he's a great dude. For the Patriots, a useless ass that. Not saying his career. Like, Larry, like, like Dennis Larry said about Ted Kennedy, good guy, bad date. Good, yeah, exactly. <laughs> good guy, bad date. But um, I'll be honest, I'm not worried. Um, I am a little nervous about the you know Locke and Judy and Patrick uh, linking up. Uh, I think the Patriots could have a little bit of trouble with that. Um, their defense held. Uh, Kansas City's offense, which is better than yours, to six points through three. I, that could happen. I mean, you know, it, it's that's a possibility with the weapons we have on offense um, and the fact that they could almost stack the line because they're running a college-style offense, you know, with end-arounds and, 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 you know, double-reverse type stuff and uh, six guys in the backfield. Or Wait, you're worried about us scoring against the Broncos? I, I am a little bit, so it could be closer than you guys think. I think it's going to be more of a 17-13 game, to be honest with you, boys. Um, just my professional opinion. Um, but I do want to get to quickly before, uh, we end, uh, today's show, uh, big matchup in the, in the, uh, in the NFC green Bay, Tampa Bay, um, Rogers versus Brady. And I know everybody's going to, Whoa, Rogers doesn't actually go against Brady. He goes against the Tampa defense. <laughs> hey, go F yourself. All right. It's I get Rogers that. Brady. I get that. But the marquee names is Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Yep. So, Quickly, and I'll start with you, Sean. Who you got and why? I got the Packers because Tampa Bay is a stupid team, and they continue to – the offensive line jumps off – or false start 12 <laughs> times a game. They're averaging about 10 penalties a game on the offensive line. And against a team like the, uh, the way the Packers are playing right now and the way Rodgers is dialed in, you, you commit that many uh, mistakes on offense, and you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. You're going to get behind. They're going to end up having too many three and outs, too many third and longs for Tom Brady, who's just going to huck it into the ground because he can't find anybody. 
and he doesn't want to get hit. And it's just the Tampa's coaching is they're not, they don't, they're not on the same page yet. And I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they're a bad team, but I'm saying they're a stupid team and they make a lot of mistakes. And when you make mistakes against a team like the Packers who seem to be, uh, you know, clicking on all cylinders right now, they're, I could see, I could see the Packers pulling away pretty quickly in this one. All right, Mike. Yeah, I agree. Not only because I have Aaron Rodgers on our fantasy shootout, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I, but I honestly believe that he he's having probably one of the best starts of his career. The team, uh, and it's no ass kissing in this, but the team all around is just they're hitting everything. And Devontae Adams should perfection. be back this week. Correct. Right. He just they got so much power, and they're so underrated as power now. I think they're one of those teams that's going to sneak in as much as I love Tom Brady and as much as I think Tampa has, they have the team that just not, they're not capable of doing smart things. I think green Bay is going to dominate Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. They're going to dominate. It's going to be a high scoring and Sean, you're right. They're going to, they're going to pull up this thing after the first quarter. It's going to be okay. Let's just finish up the game. <laughs> just, here, give them the ball. Just finish up the game. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to roll, roll shit over Brady and Tampa. Sorry, so, Tommy. I, so I agree with you, Sean, that the uh, the Tampa's stupid, very, very dumb. Then um, the penalties suck. And again, you mentioned with Aaron Rodgers, but you didn't even mention the best thing about Aaron Rodgers is that hard count that he does. And in an empty stadium, you'd think that they'd be able to not, you know, get caught offside. They, he's going to hard count the shit out of this team. And this team is going to get effed defensively. So I look for that. Um, unless the, the Tampa can fix that in the last week. You know, that's going to be a problem. Um, Aaron Jones having a great year, uh, you know, for Green Bay. Their running back is looking good. You know, obviously, um, MV, what is it? Marquise Valdez, MVS, right? Um, um, Marquez Valdez, Scantling. Yep. And then again, Devontae Adams, um, you know, is going to be big on the outside. And so, Lazard. And, and yep. And uh, well, Lazard's injured. Um, he's on oh, the IR. But yep. But, I didn't Ta- know that. but Tanyan, the tight end, is starting to. Oh, yeah. Uh, that kid's emerge. a stud. Robert yep. Tanyan. Yep, he's also he had three good. touchdowns last week. Yeah, he did. Um, so, as much as I think it's going to be um, mostly a Green Bay type of game, I just have a sneaky suspicion that Tom and that the way that game went last week that this Tampa team is going to be this. Yeah, this Tampa team is going to be like you mentioned. Yeah, I'm going to use your term dialed in. Um, I think defensively they're going to come out strong. I think you're going to see them. Um, Did they get a new Aaron. offensive line? No, but. Did they learn how to block? No. However, I think that the routes and the timing it. is coming down a little better. And I think with Evans now being back another week healthier, um, I just, I really think that you're going to see, you're going to see a pretty, pretty good game by, by Brady and, and I think I think it's just the opposite. I think Tampa comes out and is up 14 or 17 to 3, 14 nothing, 17 3 early. And then you see Green Bay come back. And then I think it's a battle of who has the ball last. And as much as I hate saying this because I'm rooting like hell for Tampa Bay, I think Green Bay pulls out the victory as much as I hate saying it. Um, <laughs> I see the shell in your eye. I see it. Oh. I, I know it's it. We're, we're, we're the same. It's, it's our, we're Brady fans. I want to see Brady succeed, but I have Aaron Rodgers on a fancy shootout, so I'm. It's, I'm, it's getting, I'm sorry, guys. We got to go. It's getting dusty in here. <laughs> <laughs> He's covered himself in onions. 
Um, but yeah, so that is it. That is our show. Uh, again, thanks for joining us here on the Armchair Sports Guys. Make sure you follow us here on the Facebook, which is the Armchair Sports Guys. At sorry, at the Armchair Sports Guys. Instagram at the Armchair Sports Guys, and Twitter at Armchair underscore Guys. Any parting shots before we get out of here, gentlemen? Sweeney, step it up. Go Pats. Go Bruins. Go Celtics. Go Red Sox. Yeah. Go life. Yeah. So huge. Go huge. Yeah. I'm going to go get some soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, 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 and rest in peace, Matt. I know he's not here. I oh, Matt. Matt's, Matt's. I hope he's uh, enjoying that new couch he got. Matt, yeah, Matt's yeah. getting uh, Matt's getting furniture delivered and apparently has to mm. do some babysitting. Uh, actually, <laughs> let's rewind. Hold on. Let's rewind. Somebody has to babysit Matt. That's what I meant to say. I apologize to everybody out there watching. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so on behalf of Matt, who's being that <laughs> right now, uh, and Rich, who couldn't join us, uh, for Michael Chance, for Sean Farhady, and I am GJ Mitchell sign off saying again, thanks for joining us. The armchair sports guys, be good to each other. Don't be a-holes, wear your masks and let's go Patriots. Let's go Tampa Bay. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Go Pats, go Rogers. You suck as a human. <laughs>